2: Those guys and other new acquisitions have talked about the fact that the Patriots environment is a little more loose and, and fun than perhaps they would anticipated from the outside where there's this feeling that there's a lot of obviously process and structure that exists within the, the Patriots organization.
3: Well, that's because you guys portray it that way.
2: <laughs> is that something <laughs> Is that that's changed over the years or have you always had that philosophy of behind you know, behind closed doors of making it an environment that is as fun as it is structured.
3: Yeah, well, I think the fun comes in winning, and uh, you know, that's really what it's about. But, you know, we've certainly had our share of, uh, and, I've, and I've taken my share of uh, jabs from Vrabel and Matt Light and Edelman and um, Seau and, you know, go right down the line. Um, but you know that's part of part of being a team and part of you know the relationship is being able to work together. But um, you know, there's certainly a lot of light moments, and, and uh, there's more of them when you're winning. And so, I don't know, but you know, I, I can't really worry about what everybody on the outside thinks or doesn't think or whatever. I really, what's important to me is our team and the relationships that we have on our team, and and how to most productively put. Um, a winning team on the field, and that's so. That's really what I'm trying to do. Turn it
4: up! Don't mess with Bill. It's an oldie but he's goodie. KJ late night here on WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday, and that things are not going too crazy. Trying to find turkeys. It's just ridiculous. Coming up next hour, the biggest jive turkeys. In the history of Boston sports, ten of them I've identified. That's coming up here late night. Don't mess with Bill. You know you got the fancy Sean McVays and the Matt Nagy's. and the Kevin Stefanskis, but an oldie but goody, Bill Belichick. You don't mess with. See, as these guys come into the league, he's thirty-one years old, and he he knows how to pass seventeen different ways. But when the weather gets cold, ask Buffalo on December 6th, and I'll tell you about it. They lose all that mystique. Why? Don't mess with Bill. Defend, run, then pass. See, look, I I I've been all over the spectrum. Nick LePan, how are you? Good to be working with you again. I think the last time I saw you, I think Carter was president.
2: Uh yeah, it was probably back in July, maybe? Yeah.
4: Something like that. It was
2: was the hurricane day when the Rangers were supposed to play.
4: That's right. That's right. Where the Red Sox game was rained out because of, you know, let's just call it what it is. You can't be outside in the middle of a hurricane watching baseball. But as things have developed with Mac Jones, and if even you remember, Nick, I thought that Mac would replace Cam, and what do you know, they both win. Right, like they both. Cam's got a job somewhere else, and he starts it this week. And Mac is picking up around the point that I said, "Hey, this team would turn things around come week eight. Defend, run, pass. The Patriots are number one in the league going into last night in field position. That sets up a rookie quarterback. How do you get that defense? Number five in the league in turnover percentage. That's defense. Fourth in the league in defensive turnovers. Second in the league in points allowed. That's dropped down when you put a big fat zero up. Fourth in the league in yards per play. Uh, If you saw last night, it went down again. And number two in the league in rushing touchdowns allowed. That probably went down last night because nothing happened. Don't mess with Bill when it comes to playing the defense. In the whole narrative of Tom versus Bill and the breakup and how ugly it was, there were so many who said Tom made everything. That's like saying there's no such thing as a Y chromosome just because guys and girls both have X's. If you want a boy, you're going to need some defense. Bill knows the secret to this league is no matter how deficient or novice your offense may be, your defense will give you a chance. The Patriots are 10th in the league, 10th in the league in rushing, 5th in the league in rushing touchdowns, 8th in the league in getting first downs by the run, and 7th in the league in rushing attempts. Defend, run, pass, don't mess with Bill. Now when it comes to passing, the Patriots are 16th in passing attempts in the league, 14th in passing touchdowns, 12th in passing for first downs, 15th in the league in touchdown passing percentage, 17th in the league in yards per catch, 14th in the league in yards per game. You know what? So what? Defend, Run, pass, 617 779 7937 7 or the text line 37937. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Uh, coming up at 1045. Oh, my gosh. Nick, you know how everything is going haywire in Massachusetts. Can you gamble? Can you not gamble? Do I have to always drive to connect? Well, you know, we've got this thing called the Squid Games. I don't think you've been around for the Squid Games, which have you seen the Squid Games on Netflix? I have not, no. Okay, so the premise of it is That some people are willing to gamble such high stakes that like even a kidney could be involved. That I've got some squid game picks that you you have to drive down to AC. And one of the squid game picks, you may need to plan your trip to go to Atlantic City tomorrow morning like at 10 o'clock. If this particular news hits, it's worth $5 million. $5 million on a $1,000 bet? That's at 10.45. See, when I say don't mess with Bill and his methodics and his thought process when it comes to this emerging game that we see on our screens, the the exciting half-billion Patrick Mahomes or the Josh Allen who always runs to the right to escape and then throws the ball deep, these are things that Bill says, you know what? I can shut those things down. Give me tape. What do you know? In this three-game, what I'm going to call the trilogy that people are going to remember because people are like oh you know maybe they can go 1 and 2 in these next 3 games what if they go 2 and 1 what if they go 3 and 0 oh? it's not unrealistic again i will get to that buffalo game on december 6th that i just saw something that i just said oh my god god really is a patriots fan so check this out when the super bowls where the Patriots had a top-ten defense in terms of yards allowed. It's 2007. They were ranked fourth, and, yeah, they lost that one game. That game. In 1985, for those who, was, who are old enough to remember, they were that good. They were ranked seventh, and they lost to the Bears, but, you know, the Bears were making music videos. They were on MTV, the Fridge touchdown. It was, it was just kind of a lot of people put that out of their mind. 03, ranked seventh. They beat the Panthers. 16 ranked eighth, beat the 28 and three game. And 2004 ranked ninth, beat everybody except for 12 Owens that night. But that's okay. Terrell Owens' name was not the Philadelphia Eagles, but my God, did he put on a show. Three Super Bowl wins with top 10 defenses. Super Bowls where they were ranked 14th or lower in total passing yards, where kind of the team is right now. 03 versus the Panthers and 01 versus the Rams. 01, 03. Now we can start to get into the Tom Brady, Mac Jones comparisons. So I hear a lot of people say, and you know, it's <laughs> about to tell you I'm crazy with Tom that that his numbers are actually bigger than what they really are. Is that I hear a lot of people say, well, Mac looks just as good or just the same as Tom did in his first full year. The answer is he kind of looks a little better when it comes to yards per game. Tom was only like 189. Mac is at 233. I'm not even going to deduct his numbers from last night because, hey, there's still more weeks. But let's just say Mac hangs in that 233 range and and giving you the production that you're getting because, again, the defense is lights out, the run is almost lights out, and you have an efficient quarterback who is not making mistakes. So you don't need 300 yards a game. In the losses, Mac Jones averaged 264 a game. In the losses and in the wins... Two thirteen. So literally, Mac Jones can 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 throw for less and win more often than what he's averaging. Don't mess with Bill. I'm trying to tell you. Here's where I, I. So I'm not a big fan of trying to compare what you saw with Tom and what you saw with Mac because let's just call it: the game is different. People are a lot faster. There's not the 300-pound sloth like Tony Saragusa just sitting out in front of you. I mean, if you see what Christian Barmore is doing when I talked about him going into the draft, I said, hey, this guy has skills to be a first-rounder. I I, I mean, they killed two birds with one stone by getting Mac Jones at 15 and getting Barmore at the second round. But if you see what Barmore is doing, fat guys in 2001 on the defensive line were not that fast. You know what I mean? Nick, did you see what the the guy... Barmore literally jumped across the line pretty much and took a kid's lunch. Barmore's getting double and triple teams last night. And that's what I'm saying. 2001, you know, just, oh, just wait for the next play. So it's a different game. But I would say the better comparison of where Mac Jones is now and what's kind of realistic with Tom is actually 2004. Wait, 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 wait What, 2003? Well, wait, KJ, KJ. What, Tom averaged 230 yards per game that year. 23 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Max projections, 233, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, except for Brady went for 14 and 2. Max projected to go 10 and 7. That could change. And the Patriots had an offense that was ranked lower than the top 15 and a quarterback that threw for 230 yards a game and won 14 games. Don't mess with Bill. It's the whole theme behind this. You're like, God, who's this old-ass guy on WEEI playing like a motel? Hey, Bill knows the song. I'm sure Bill Belichick probably in some of his private time probably cuts that on. Oh, Bill, you're so dangerous. A smile comes out. Yeah. We're on to the living room. Okay, that, that was that was, that was was dark there, was that not, Nick? That was a bit dark. Smidge, Just a smidge. Yeah, yeah. It's on to the living room. It's on to the kitchen. It's onto the laundry room. See, you now are seeing that this team is walking into a similar pattern where the defense is sailing the ship, and the quarterback is serving the drinks. Now, this isn't like what Wiggy's saying as a passenger, but for those who watch the Love Boat, we're getting a little bit younger. But Google this stuff if you don't know it. The whole premise with the go- the Love Boat back in that show that was like a big hit. Do you remember the Love Boat, Nick?
2: I've heard of it. I never watched it. You've heard of it.
4: That's the great thing for you guys. It's called Google. They'll even let you watch full episodes because of copyright, I think, at this point. The idea that everybody who came on the love boat, they they encountered three people, right? They encountered Julie, the hostess, and she was always the smile, go lucky, like, "Ah, I really feel good that you're here. Yes, they would meet the captain because the captain would always tell you thank you. It was Julie and the captain that pretty much ran the ship. But it was the black guy, Isaac, that everybody went for for laughs and enjoyed themselves and said, you know what? He's serving the drinks. He's making me feel good. I will never forget my time, not because of the hostess or the captain, because of the brother serving the drinks on deck, Isaac. (laughs) Let's just face it. Mac Jones is Isaac. Belichick is the captain. And so all the excitement for Mac, I totally get. Look. After what happened last year, I mean, my goodness. Anybody from any, uh, Joan of Arc could have come and played quarterback and if she threw for 400 yards in a game, at least twice, you'd say, you know what, I think Joan of Arc is the future of this team. It was just that bad last year. So I understand it, but you're not seeing a quarterback who's winning games throwing for 300 yards. You, You have to ask yourself. Is Mac Jones really designed to be a 285-yard-per-game quarterback and you could put it all on his shoulders, or does he benefit from having the run in a great defense? The reason why I ask is because out of all of Tom's 20 seasons, after 04, he never passed for less than 250 yards a game. Never. Well, 2008, where it was 76 yards. But Never. And here's what's crazy about Brady. When you factor in the 20 seasons, it also includes the 6 yards he threw for in his first year and the 76 yards he threw for before he had his ankle snapped. You take those two seasons out, Tom averages 285 a game. That's crazy. But it's not necessary from this quarterback. 6177797937 Text line 37937 KJ late night. So, if you're saying, well, what if Mac can get there? You know, what? why does Mac just have to stay at 233? Why can't he move up? Well, you have to ask yourself, is this franchise going to pay for high price people because they didn't for Tom? I mean, if DK Metcalf comes available, do you see the Patriots running? You'll go get him? Or or uh, DJ uh, DK Metcalf? Or... Justin Jefferson, who's going to be, who's already on his way to being a stud, or a, a veteran like Keenan Allen, does does Bill go out and get these guys? Well, no, you you go get your Nelson Aguilors, you go get your Kendrick Bournes, you go get tight ends. This is Bill's ship. It is. So here's where current quarterbacks. Are in the 265 yards per game, which is what Tom's averages with those two 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 games in. Right, Der- uh, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, and Josh Allen. Now, keep in mind, as I mentioned, Brady's rookie season is counted in, as well as the broken leg game into his 20-year career. So let's say Mac is really in the, let's just say he stays in the 230 neighborhood. Dante Culpepper, Drew Bledsoe, Jay Cutler, Blake Bortles, Cam Newton at 224. Like, oh God, KJ, are you going there? At least I didn't say Chad Pennington, right? And he's just below Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill, Sam Bradford, Russell Wilson. Two of those quarterbacks have won Super Bowls, Flacco and Russell Wilson. And what did they have? Defense. So in the bigger picture of all of this, and I hear, I hear my buddy Wiggy, God bless the dead, or 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 God bless the living for that matter. There can be a feeling of somewhere where you're like, oh God, there's a Saban kid and he's getting all this hype and everything like that, but... He fits the narrative of what Bill is trying to regain control of. Here's Nick Wright discussing the Patriots'
5: defense is Super Bowl quality. Listen, the Patriots (laughs) absolutely have a Super Bowl caliber coaching staff. And I think, I'm not certain yet, but I think they have a Super Bowl caliber defense. We're going to learn more about the defense over the next month. But this is why I think some folks that watch sports television get annoyed with the obsession our shows have with the quarterback position. Because last night was about a list of things. None of it is Matt Jones. Does anyone believe that if Matt Jones and Matt Ryan switched teams before the game, the result would have been any different? If anything... If the Patriots had a quarterback that when he, the one time he threw the ball downfield, didn't get it picked off, if the Patriots had a quarterback that Bill Belichick trusted enough to go, you know, throw the ball on third and four instead of run the ball and then punt, they probably would have scored more than one offensive touchdown.
4: Don't mess with Bill. It's a Belichick team. Well, to continue the conversation here, we got a trend 617-779-7937-3937, the text line. Talk more about how this construct is really going to help the future of this team, but it's really about Belichick's design. Hang out, it's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. It's time to trend. Tune
0: in is the audio platform with something for everyone.
1: If your day sounds like We need the report ASAP You deserve Modelo If you've persevered through You deserve this rich golden lager With a crisp but refreshing taste Or if you overcame two
3: more.
0: Rest, two more.
1: You deserve this ice cold reward Madela, the mark of fighter Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois Ei Late Night with K.J. on E.E.I. I guarantee you, Bill Belichick can take some of those top pick draft quarterbacks and have the success with them right now. Matt Jones can't go back to those other teams and have the success he's having right now. So please, I hope that kills this. We got so many ways of trying to take credit away from Bill. That's exactly what I was telling Bill.
4: I said not on my watch, and I'm stopping this right now. Yeah, Nick, turn that up. The House of Belichick, W-E-E-I, late night. It's KJ. Thanks so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. As I was just saying in the first segment, look, despite with all the fanciness and all the things that have changed over the course of football, especially over the last 10, 15 years, don't mess with damn Bill Belichick. And like Michael Irvin was just saying after the postgame last night, uh, this and that and this and that and this and that, look, Bill Belichick sets up a system for one to win. I mean, now, I mean, for example, right? I'm a Nick LePan, thank you so much for working tonight. I am a huge Led Zeppelin guy. And I remember one point someone tried to argue me off of a ledge about like all these different concerts I had. And they thought I'd gone to all the different concerts like, dude, I called MP3s. But Bill Belichick is like Robert Plant. And Jimmy Page wrapped in one. You take that away. You, you, I mean, you got a great drummer, but the drummer's dead. I, what do you have? I mean, you could have some great... Right now, Mac Jones is John Paul Jones. He's the bassist. Look, bro, you're in Led Zeppelin. Just chill. You You don't have to play the guitar, guitar. You don't have to sing. Play the drums. Just run that bass. Keep it going. And that's fine. I just mentioned... That, look, Joe Flacco, Russell Wilson, these guys who average about 230 passing yards a game have won championships because they've had top-notch defenses to support what they did. Not talking about, like, the Joe Flacco that's playing this week because Mike White now really officially sucks, but I'm talking about when you have a stellar, stellar defense. And keep in mind, Bill has been able to pretty much mass-produce stellar defenses, minus last year. Last year was kind of an abomination, especially against the run. It's totally different now. There's nothing wrong with admitting that Mac Jones' success is most likely going to be tied to Bill Belichick. I think you could even say, look, if Jimmy G was still here, you would see the same type of success and not an additional, Jimmy would be slinging for 300 yards and, you know, four touchdowns a game in the air, it wouldn't have been the case. It'd be the same thing. It's just that Mac is being able to do it at an earlier stage. The only question that will come up down the line is, will this bother Mac enough and his representatives that when it comes time to re-sign or pick up or want to shop for deals, does he want to prove that he can be the man, a la like a Matt Stafford, right? Where Matt Stafford is showing, bro, you didn't have a run game in Detroit. You don't have a run game in Los Angeles. Things are happening that are not necessarily good. It's just funny how like, when people get away from running the ball, they don't realize how science works. Ask the defense. Defense, it's much easier to defend when you don't have to run into people. And on the offensive line, it's much easier to play the game and move the ball forward when you get to push people. Just look at the run and the last Super Bowl champions. And when I saw this, I was like, wow, this is totally amazing. So, look, even if you're a team that didn't run the ball in the regular season, you ended up running the ball to win the championship. Tampa, who ran the ball for nothing last year. Oh, in the postseason? They had more than 100 in all three of their games. 2019 Chiefs, they finished 23rd in rushing ran for over 100 yards in three of the four playoff games in 2019, won the Super Bowl. Patriots ran the ball in 18. Eagles were third in the league in 17. Pats in 2016 were seventh in the league. And the 2015 Broncos, who were horrible at running the ball, averaged 98 yards per game on on their way to the Super Bowl in the playoffs. You have to run the ball. You have to. And the good thing about Mac Jones is that he's realizing that he is with a top-notch organization. He doesn't have to be the man. That's already Bill. And as he mentions here, he's working with a great group of guys.
5: We have a great group of guys and early on you're just trying to figure your way out with um, you know me in there and I'm trying to learn as best I can but these guys have all played tons of football and um, I trust everybody on our offense and um, I feel like I can play better to you know, help them too. So they've done a great job all year staying positive, and um, we all believe in each other, and that's the most important part. It's the best team sport there is, and I think our offensive unit really has that family feel to it. And um, we love each other, and we play together, and we play for each other. So we just have to keep doing that.
4: I'm laughing because I'm thinking, like, why does he sound like one of the guys in the movie Porky's? Now, to tell you, I did not go to the movie to see Porky's. I was a little kid. But I was one of those latchkey kids. I was like, oh, HBO, dad is at work at the plant. Oh, what? It's rated R, and I'm 10? This is great. And and I'm taking this from the purpose of how some of the other parts of the country are looking at it. Because I get the text messages. I got a text message from my college buddy in Atlanta. He said, Patriots by 30. It looks like I said, oh, no, the, the Patriots are going to manage the game. that They're not going to lose by 30, but <laughs> it was close. But a lot of them don't like this narrative of the happy-go-lucky, shucks, Andy Griffith type, oh boy is me, I'm so happy to be here. It kind of pokes the bear for a lot of people and a lot of other teams. And you know why? Because a lot of other teams suck. They do. Their prayers were that the Patriots would be bad for 10 years. You know, great for 20, they just wanted to see this misery inside of this social media, ready to create a meme that makes you no money at home. Don't get me started on social media, folks. But people are ready to see the demise of the Patriots, and not just yet, my friend. Don't mess with Bill. Nick LaFlan, you're going to probably start singing that song when you go home tonight. Don't mess with Bill. you going to sing that when you go home?
2: Uh, no, I'm not. <sighs>
4: Try it. That's how you get older women. But look, in the last 10 years, Belichick has not been coach of the year in the last 10 years, and that's kind of like, all right, really? uh, This is like Jordan in 96 losing to Karl Malone, the MVP, as Karl Malone is losing to Jordan in the finals. Like, really? The last 10 years, Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Bruce Arians, who was filling in for Chuck Pagano, Ron Rivera wins it twice. Bruce Arians wins it again with Arizona. Jason Garrett, Sean McVay, Matt Nagy, and Kevin Stefanski, all coaches of the year since Bill last won coach of the year. Is that not a joke? Harbaugh is not even in the league. Arians, okay, you can understand. It's developing. Rivera, solid coach. Jason Garrett? (laughs) Sean McVay is still chewing on those three pieces of lettuce from the Super Bowl. Matt Nagy, yeah, will he be coaching the Bears next year? And Stefanski, he got problems now. And he just won it last year. The disrespect for Bill Belichick's greatness is just permeated all over football. And it's it's time he can reclaim his story. So, yeah, build the GM, so he's whiffed. It hasn't cost the franchise years upon years. Ask the Chargers how many years it took them to rebuild their franchise after Ryan Leaf showed up and Eli Manning said no. And they let Drew B. Breeze go. So every team does not have the advantage of a Bill Belichick making some kind of rather low mistakes. I mean... People are like, well, look at Sony Michelle, first-round bust. Uh, that's the end of the first round. You, 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 his face was not on tickets. <laughs> Commercials to sell the franchise, please come to our games. But Bill the coach cannot be touched. What you saw last night on the defensive end of the ball was just absolute beauty. Absolute beauty. I've said it since the beginning of the season that it's no longer a Tom versus Bill thing, that it was Bill versus Bill. It was Bill having to stand in the mirror and and make account for himself that, hey, you were fortunate to find a diamond in the rough, but I thought Tom Brady was great at, at Michigan. I did. That diamond in the rough ended up becoming the savior of the world, and now people are looking at you and saying, well, if it wasn't because of the savior that you found, You wouldn't be who you are today. And so if there's going to be that excitement for Mac Jones, give Bill his flowers at the same time and say, you know what, Bill? You've come through. I know that's tough for some people to say. New England's not a very forgiving place. You did me wrong, and I will let you know through my grandkids are living. But Bill is doing all right looking in the mirror right now as it stands. If you said five weeks ago this team would be the top-seeded wild card, I would say, did teams get disqualified from the league? But here they are. And, and, And now a real conversation over these next three games could be discussing, hey, Buffalo, you're in trouble. So I mentioned not too long ago, maybe about 15 minutes ago, about December 6th, the Monday night game at Buffalo. Buffalo doesn't run the ball. It's very conceited. I talked about this last Friday when I was here. It's one of these new jacks that, like, we can throw the ball everywhere. Well, thanks to the old man, Benjamin Bannica, I can see the forecast for a month. It's supposed to rain December 4th, 5th, 6th, and into the 7th. So an 8 o'clock game in Buffalo where it's been raining for the previous four days, you know what the temperatures are going to be? In the low thirties. Don't mess with Bill. It's gonna be a beautiful night with and that's and I and I'm committing the biggest sin. I'm looking past Tennessee. That's not what I'm trying to do, but to let you know that if the focus is on Buffalo and you literally have them in sights, Buffalo is in trouble, despite what they may do once they get up to this game on December sixth. Mike Lombardi was on Maloney and Fourier talking about the prep that the Patriots have to do for these next three games with the Titans, the Bills, and the Colts.
5: I, I think the most important thing is to have a great Wednesday practice and beat and, and Thursday and Friday and go out and just play Tennessee and beat them because they'll know how to play Buffalo. They played Buffalo well last year, especially mm-hmm. in Buffalo, you know, and, and they'll have a good game plan and then they they just gotta protect the football. They can't beat themselves when they play better when they play teams that are on, on the same level or better than them. They can't, and they have to play smart, and they have to play complementary football. Last night, they got away with a lot last night. Penalties in the kicking game, inexcusable. Can't have
4: those. Cost them a ton of field position. Cost. There was a lot of hidden yards last night
5: that they got away with because Atlanta really wasn't physical enough to play a game with them. But I think what they have to keep doing is play physical, practice physical. The more physical you are in November, December, the more games you're going to win.
4: Like December 6th, rain in the forecast in Buffalo. December 7th, the low, which the game could probably go into 11 o'clock, 1130 that night. You're looking somewhere around 32, 33 degrees with rain. And any science teacher will tell you, that could be ice. Ooh, how pretty. Ooh, can, Nick LePan, can you see Ramond J. Stevenson just running over people? Like It would be like running backs on
2: ice. Oh, the two-headed monster! Yeah, they can oh. uh, they can go out there and pound the ball. That's it is the Bills' defense though, and they have a very good defense. But yeah,
4: but yeah, put it on ice, see what happens. <laughs> well, you're a little bit colder in the sleeve. Man, I should have wore longer sleeves.
2: <laughs> you're not as nah, motivated. No mean, sleeves in the snow. Come on. Yeah, yeah,
4: well, 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 but you might not be as motivated. I'm talking about like safeties have to come and run help help with the run.
2: <laughs> if you're not motivated to play snow football, you're playing the wrong sport.
4: Well, that's not necessarily true. You might be motivated because your mortgage or your third mortgage has come due. <laughs> you, you know, say sometimes when you get so rich, charity becomes a sixth car. It's true. Sometimes you know you've made it this far, all those pop water games and two a day practices. Now you're in the snow, and you're like, you know, if we lose this game, it's not like we won't be in the playoffs. We'll see him again in a couple of weeks. Maybe we don't show him everything, and it won't. It may not be as bad down in Foxboro two weeks later. Yeah, so when it comes to this Patriots team, let's just call it what it is. This is what Bill Belichick has always envisioned in terms of control of the team and giving his quarterback all the tools necessary without going out of their own frame to do so. I worry a little bit about Josh McDaniels. I don't know if I would hand over the the reins to the prodigal son, but when it comes to making sure that the ball is run and the defense is played, I mean, Bill is the guy. I mean, look at it this way from a musical standpoint. Like, Gene Simmons is a clown unless he's in the group Kiss. You don't think it's any ir- irony that Steve and Tyler waited like 45 years to do a solo album? There's something special about standing next to Joe singing Love in an Elevator. You know, Run DMC never replaced or added a guy. It's not Run DMC and Joe. Well, it was. Well, one of them name is Joe. It's not Run DMC and Steve. And there was never an Eric B. and Greg after things didn't work out with Eric B. and Rakim. So in other words, the Patriots' identity is always going to be tied to Bill Belichick and that defense. But with these three games coming up, Mac Jones, I think, and it's going to be good for him, is going to face adversity from really good teams. And Julian Edelman was talking about what he thinks – he wants to see from Mac Jones if that happens
1: in true uh,
2: Julian Edelman fashion. Like I want to see him banged up a little, so that see what he can overcome. You want to see the toughness of a guy. We're seeing how you know he he can take in the, the offense and he can be an efficient quarterback. But there's going to be times where you know it's not always sunny, and they're going on a four game winning streak, looking looking to be five here. You need to see. I want to see him that last bit to see if he's your guy, which he's he's their guy, but I want to see something go wrong, and I want to see the man he is in an adverse situation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you see your best leaders. That's when, you know, the Tom Brady's... I mean, I only know him, but like... Jimmy when, Garoppolo. J- Jimmy... Tom Brady's, you know, <laughs> when he goes out in, in any situation, when we were down certain amount of points, like you got, you saw like a laser focus in his eye, and I, I want to see it. I mean, everything looks great right now. He's he's looking like a really good quarterback. He's taking in the offense. He plays on time.
4: Yeah, Jules, that does sound like a separated shoulder. You're asking for. We don't want to see that with the rookie. And this is why I say. Don't mess with Bill because Bill is making sure that he doesn't put his young quarterback in a situation or in a box where he has to do too much. I think we've already kind of seen a bit of that adversity in the Dallas game where the mistake was made and corrected immediately, and that earned Mac a lot of respect, including mine. All right, late night here with KJ on WEEI, 617-779-7937. We play the Squid Games next where, yes, there's a five. Item parlay inside of a game that could win you over $4 million. That's next. More of what you want to hear.
1: EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI.
4: If you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling and needs support, in Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit mahelpline.org. Nationwide, visit ncpgambling.org org chat. The following segment is for entertainment purposes only and should not be taken seriously.
0: Welcome to the Squid
4: Games,
0: where your bets and your debts have a chance. But remember, it's all fun until your kidneys are on the line. For $100 more, it's The Squid
4: Games. Ah, yes. The Squid Games, where your life, or your wife, or everything that causes you strife, can get in or out of the way. These are games where, let's just face it, honey, I'm going to go grab some milk from Star Market, and I'll be back in... 12 hours. I mean, you can make it to AC in uh, six, get back, just under. Plus, you get lunch. These are games where let's just face it, you gotta get out of Massachusetts. You probably get you gotta drive through Connecticut. You gotta get to AC to put these down to win some big money. Please be careful if you choose to do so. The first squid game, Indy at the Bills. Indy to win, take the money line, plus two fifty. Colts score over 26 and a half, plus 210. Bills score under 20 and a half. Did you see the Jacksonville game? Plus 320. Colts win by seven to 12 points, plus 900. Damn! $1,000 bet yields $454,750. Nick, don't the young people say he was willing to risk it all?
2: Uh, No risk it, no biscuit. Yeah, In the great words of Bruce Arians?
4: (laughs) Or, uh, scared money don't make none, I think one rapper said. (laughs) I'll believe it. Squid game number two, New Orleans at Philly. Risky, but worth it. Game total under 34, plus 240. Eagles win by one to six points, plus 310. Eagles score less than 16 and a half. All this game has been horrible to watch, but... Did you see Detroit Steelers last week? Plus 260. Take the Eagles money line and the under, which is three under and 32 and a half plus 550. Take the Eagles and the under at 34 and a half plus 425. Nick LaPan, a $1,000 bet on Squid Game number two would yield $1 million. Seven hundred eleven thousand five hundred and twenty nine dollars.
2: So you're saying it's gonna happen?
4: <laughs> if it does, baby, it was never meant to be between you and I. And look at the fine, babe. I just met in AC when I put this money down. And look, it's worth coming back to a duplex in somewhere in Saugus. Going, I'm sick of you. Come back with a million dollars. Take it to Kowloon. You know, like it's a great. It's got multiple floors. You can eat there. I know they're not paying, but I. Jimmy, how you doing? Squid game number three. Note. Big Blend may clear COVID protocols by 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, so you might have some gas needed to be ready to get up and go to AC. The word is he will take a separate private flight to Los Angeles and will start if his COVID test comes back negative. Update on his status as early as 10 a.m. Saturday morning. So in squid game number three, Steelers win, take the money line plus 200. Steelers win by 7 to 12 points plus 725. Steelers score over in the first half a 16 and a half plus 360. Steelers and the over total of 45.5 plus 450. And will both teams score 15 or more points in the first half? Take yes at plus seven twenty five. Nick, get ready to speed dial your girlfriend. thousand dollar bet yields a return of five million one hundred sixty four thousand nine hundred forty three dollars and seventy
2: five cents. I'm just trying to break up my calculator because that's a lot to keep track of. That's like an eighteen leg parlay in no, one game. No, it's only no. That's
4: five. One, two, three, four, five.
2: I was like uh. The scene in The Hangover where the numbers were just going by uh, Zach Galifianakis, head.
4: <laughs> well, Zach Galifianakis, everything goes by his head in The Hangover. The Squid Games. Be careful when playing. And remember, Nick LaPan and I. I mean, hell, you come back with $5 million, I think we would give them our social security number over the air just so that way they can send
2: the check. You agree? Uh, no, I would not do that. But for <laughs> it- $5 million, I would contemplate it.
4: Why not? Like, can't do much with it. I mean, like, well, yeah, I guess once they knew that you get like $2 from out of this guy who wins it, you know, who's just oh, yeah. ducked to girl Oh, when my $5 billion
2: check hits and everybody has my social security <laughs> number, that seems like a really th- good thing to Don't have. Go
4: get married. Tell the woman I'm going to change my name and you get your social changed. It's a lot of work, though. All right. The Squid Games. Again, be careful. Play at your own risk. But be smart about it if you choose to do so. Next, the second hour of late night here on WEEI. Celtics get a big win. Plus, oh God, I think there's a missing letter in Enos Cantor's name, and I'll tell you what that is next here on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is
1: essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich.